everybody, Coach John Daly here back again. Today's date is January 9th, 2020. It's a Thursday morning early. And I got my favorite morning person with me, Mr. Abel Sanchez, is back in the house. How are you, Abel? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? Fantastic, fantastic. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. 2020, scary business, isn't it? Isn't it something? Man, it's crazy. I was talking to my friends not too long ago that I grew up with in grade school. We, ten years ago was our eighth grade uh, field trip to Chicago. We did, in the, like, in the springtime, it'll be ten years. We're talking about how long it's been, how quick that went by. We still tell stories about that, like it happened yesterday. There's 2020. And how different <laughs> that eighth grade trip would be now today with those same and that's people. That's exactly what we talked about, and it would probably be very scary. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is there any plans for something like that? You know, we keep talking. They, uh, I don't know, I mean, because when they were doing all their trips, they went to Vegas a couple times together for people's birthdays and stuff. I mean, you know, I was still in college and all, but uh, they were able to get more around here, but hard to coordinate. But now we're all home. They talk about wanting to go somewhere again. I don't know where they want to go. I've heard talks of, I mean, Recently, someone was saying about going to Ireland or something, or England, England. I'm like, I want to go to England. I said, when? Like, Do you want to do that? You guys are going to start saving up now. You know, Absolutely. England's a different animal. Uh, probably about, what, $1,200 round trip at least, and that's yeah. only just for flying there. Oh, so uh, big, big shout-out to Coach Will Povolowski. He does that with his friends. He's gone to yes. England and uh, Germany, and he has fell, he's fallen in love with Prague. Prague. That, that's where he wants to, like, retire. He, he would love to, to so move the, there, he the, said. That's in where? Uh... Like uh, that's a great question. I think I'm thinking my cousin Sally. She I think she told me she loved Prague when she was telling me about her living yep. in England. She would travel around. There. I think she said Prague was a spot she absolutely loved. Yep, connected to Europe, you know, yeah. the Germany area. Uh, he just loved the the city, the town. They're so welcoming. The food, very laid back, very right. relaxed. That's where he wants to go. Well, he spoke and, so highly of it. And you know what? I'm hearing more and more about it. So I think I need to probably get over there and check it out with my wife. So in Paris, why not Prague? Absolutely, because we do have to get back over there. In fact, why my wife's know? been looking at. I got something in the mail. And she's like, "Did you order this?" It was a, a little uh, brochure about uh, those river cruises over in Europe. Oh yeah. So they're really you know short ships. There's only you know. They go under the bridges and stuff. Right. They're really long and they're small, so they don't have, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of people like the right. regular cruise ships. Uh, my parents did it years ago, but my wife is like, "This is my, this is our next one." And <laughs> so, so yeah, I got, I have to see which one goes to Prague. So that's might as well. I tell you, that'd be cool. That'd be a good one. Absolutely. I'm here for it. I love the fact that you keep in touch with your friends and and you got those uh, key relationships still going in life. I think that's a huge part of life, and you do that so well. I do what I can. I remember. I think last time we met was in September, right after getting to school, that's where I, after I lost my friend, you know, and I was kind of talking about that. And ever since then, I've kind of kept that, remember, I need to make sure, take that extra, mm. that extra something, more time with family, friends, stuff like that. You you make time for that at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely. I don't want it to, I don't need it to be like that again. Something tragic happens for me to see people or talk to people. I've been close Amen. with the different realms, you know, once in a while, just after work, I'll just call some of my friends from college I don't see all the time because, you know, life hasn't been one spot or another that I was close with, you know, just to see what's going on. Yep. You know, I think next weekend, I, uh, well, me and some of my Michigan State friends, too, we got together back in November um, in East Lansing. You know, we all got together there, and there was a charity uh, volleyball game for our old job there, so we had an alumni team or whatever. Nice. I think we're planning on meeting next weekend again, too. Good. You know, we don't want it to be something like that. That's, you know, so we're taking it and learning from it, and that's huge. Making an asserted effort to make sure we're all staying in touch. From my friends from here, grade school, I'm like, here is like Lakeshore High School, mm -hmm. you know, and then in college, you know, I was trying to keep them all and 
making time for them. All. That's awesome because that's what life's all about. Right. When we had the conversation uh, back then, I remember you mentioned that, and I got to thinking that um, looking ahead, this is my last year of, of coaching basketball full time, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you the number of times that I have not been able to go and see friends or there's get-togethers that I get invited to mm-hmm. uh, all of the metro area or just going places and, and uh, I haven't been able to do it and so I'm really looking forward to um, putting relationships back up on the top of the list right. rather than just putting them off um, hey I'll get to it later hey maybe this summer and then you know life gets in the way and so I got to start creating my own uh, connections with these people according to the importance that they bring. And it is important. Right. Because we, we are definitely, I'm not getting any younger. I don't, you might be a little bit still. <laughs> you said you're turning what? I'll be 24 in March. Oh, yeah. Whew. You know how closer that is to 30? <laughs> yeah. It's almost halfway. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Boom. Mind-blowing. <laughs> crazy. I'm not about it, but that's what we got to do, right? Don't yeah. stop for no one. <laughs> Absolutely. How's your family doing? They're doing good. They're doing good. Uh, my mom's still helping out with her grandma's or my grandma and you know kind of just taking care of her do what she can my dad's staying busy athletic directing at well, grade school so he's basketball season that's his busy time busy time so he's been pretty much doing that again holidays for him to thanksgiving he's got tournaments on the weekends around that yeah christmas time you know and the christmas is the real kicker because you never know where it's going to fall the next year you know it moves around so he's got a Flex the schedule. He'll be going to work in the morning, going going to the school for games. Will be there ten o'clock at night. Repeat cycle. You know he's grinding with that. And my brother, he's still killing it at his job. He's got promoted in November. Got a big raise. Nice. He's killing it over there. They love him. Nice. They love him. I told him. I said, "You just gotta be yourself, man." I said, "Don't be all quiet. People like your personality. You decide to try to be someone cool. Yeah. So you just gotta go out there and do your thing." Absolutely. He's doing it. He's making a killing. So. so he loves it, too. Oh, yeah. He's enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. That's he's, fantastic. He likes it. He's underwriting uh, the U United Wholesale Mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Underwriting. And from my understanding, his description, you know, he's got that. He was a math major, so he's got that problem-solving mind, you know. And he's got to go under make sure everyone's got all the qualifications to try to apply for the mortgage for the homes or whatever. And he likes all that, the figuring and puzzle piece together, yep. whatever. You know, Putting he, it all together. That's his thing. So, I mean, I'm sure that's his bread and butter right there. So he probably wants to keep pursuing that. I don't know what his long-term goals are, but he's doing good. So it's awesome. Did he get anything uh, like business degree-wise too, or just was it math? Ma- he was a double major in math and economics. Okay, math and economics. Yeah, that'll so, take I mean, him places. That's what I told him. I said, "Man, that's a good one. That's that's, that's a good double major to have. Those go hand in hand." Absolutely. So, I mean, whether he wants to do the underwriting or if he wants to try to advance up there, I mean, he's got the credentials for it and now some experience under his belt. So don't keep on rocking. That's huge. How proud are you of him? I'm proud of him. You know, I remember uh, back in the day, you know, I, was, I think I talked about it before, how quiet he was and just homebody and stuff like that and just how much he's broken out of his shell now and just, you know, I never, th- I thought he would always be home. He'd go to, you know, local, one of the local colleges to hear. Um, he's going to Michigan State, double major, makes a kill in there. Yeah, he always psycho about his grades. Why oh, are you 4.0? I said, dude, don't stress about a 4.0, man. I said, yeah. I said, it don't matter. The most important years are your first couple ones. If it's first, the last couple slack off, you know, whatever, a little bit, they fall off. Not the end of the world. No, I need to get a 4.0 because I know I can do a 4.0. I said, all right, man, I'm just telling you, don't forget to enjoy yourself. Absolutely. Man. We're here, we're young, we're in college, but he's out of school. He killed it. Uh, just to see him grow. I told him that, too, before he graduated. You know, it was one of those funny things. You know, you ever heard of those, those dreams? that you know they feel like they mean something or they're real significant yes i told him before uh it was right before he had graduated that may 
Um, they had sisters, a couple of them flew in from Texas. And the night or two before I went up to East Lansing, I had a dream, you know, I only have one grandparent left. But I had a dream that all of my aunts, my uncles, my mom and dad, like all four of my grandparents, three from young grade, were all there, like in an auditorium setting in Michigan State, getting ready to go watch him graduate. Oh my God. It was very, it was so vivid. I remember walking with them and they hear, looking, where are your grandma? I look, you see them, someone opens like the women's bathroom door and I see my two grandmas together and they're getting ready to walk I'm like, oh my gosh, I said, this is, this is vivid. But it was cool and I told them, I said, you know what? I told him along, even the year before that, when I was getting ready to graduate, you know, I said, this is me and you. And I said, my ma, on her side, she has her degree, you know, and we strive to be like that. My ma, she's actually talking about going getting her doctorate. I think she takes the GRE this upcoming Monday. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm saying, I told her, I said, she got her degree. I said, we want to strive to be like that. But I said, on my dad's immediate side, I said, we're going to be the first two to graduate college. And I said, uh, I know I'm first. I was born first, man. I said, this is me, you. I said, this is a one-two punch, man. Mm. As we're making killings. And uh, I told him, I remember, I've heard stories about my grandfather, Abel Sr. He died when I was six. So, but he was the man in high school, from my understanding. He was like all state track runner. He had a, he was great at basketball. He was the class president as well, I found out years later. Um, just real smart, real well-rounded. Out of all the boys in his family, he was like one of nine siblings. He graduated high school, wanted to go to college. They think he had offers to go to, they called it, my, his brother called it State College. I don't know if it was like Michigan State Agricultural thing, because him and his family were farmers okay. down in Blissfield, Michigan. And he had the opportunity to go there. Someone offered him something, but he had to stay and work with the family, you know, yeah. take care of him. Like we were talking about you and I before starting mm -hmm. recording, you know. So I said, look at what we came from. I said, our two grandfathers were farmers. I said, my grandma, Sanchez's family, migrants, to Toledo, and my grandma, my mom's mom, her family came from Europe. You know, and look how far everything's fallen into place for us to be here, and how hard they all worked for us to be able to have what we have, man. I said this, I said this isn't. Don't take this for granted. Mm. I said we worked so hard, and I said they worked hard to make sure we were in this position to succeed. You know, they, each generation on made this possible. Yep. You know, by leading by example and teaching the messages. You know, my dad always told me, and my brother. He'll admit to us, you know, in his days of school, grades were never his best. Um, but he, uh, I never forget in grade school too, we had the, the tight grade scale from like a 93, 94 is an A minus, 9500 is an A, so it's right. tight, it's a tight window, you know. <laughs> he'd come to me, he'd be yelling at me, he had like a 3.2 grade point average on my, you know, 7th, 8th grade. That's her, you need to do better than that, blah, 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 you know, he's too close to a 3.0, you need to be doing better. My brother be coming out with a 3.8, 3.9, that's great, that's what I'm talking about. So I'm like, oh, here we go. But he always told us, you know, learn. From, he wanted us to learn from his mistakes. Mm. He didn't. He told us, I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be better than me. He always told me, you know. And this, uh, something like that stuck from him. And I guarantee that was a message from his dad that has passed on for how long, you know. And it was kind of keeping that notion in mind. Then again, my mom was that one who's gone through college and seeking counsel from her. She had that advice to pass on to us. So just from everything that they've all learned and how hard everyone's worked to be in the position we're in. Just very grateful. That's huge. And uh, I wanted him to always take that with him. You know, and I told him, going back to that dream I was referencing, I told him, I said, everybody here and beyond, man, has got your back. I said, this is, everyone supported you forever. You know, I said, everyone's with you still. And it was just, it was, it was really surreal. It was something crazy. I could it's hard to explain it, but everyone's had, after everyone's had those kind of dreams, it's like, That's man, true. what just happened? Why does this feel like something, someone's telling me something or someone's with me doing this right now, you know? So.
it was impressive. It was, yeah, it was surreal to say the least. It's hard to put that into words. But. That's awesome. No, you bring up a great point about, um, I think we all of us, all of us do stand on the shoulders of giants. Mm-hmm. And those giants are the ones who came before us. Mm-hmm. Not just family, but people that have interacted with you know, ourselves, our family, generations before. You know, that, that old adage, the, uh, I should look this up for the exact number, but I've been hearing about it more and more from these scientists that talk about, you know, it's a one in four trillion chance that you're even born. Whoa, literally. You know, and you, if you look back at all the little fine things that have to uh, fall into place here, absolutely incredible. And to see, like my son's a uh, genealogist now, he got a certificate, um, and he's digging deep into not only our families but others. Um, I think there's a huge need for that yeah. because there's stories that get lost, mm-hmm. you know, because fa- some families don't talk. Right. Right. They don't share things, especially the, the shortcomings and the challenges and difficulties and, and maybe not all the good stuff. Right. But those are what make us. Mm-hmm. We, we learn those lessons. And it sounds like your family has shared those lessons and um, wanted futures to be better. So looking at you and your brother and you just imagine, I want you thinking ahead of the people that are, you don't even know who they are yet. They're coming into your life, whether it be spouses, you know, cousins, nieces, nephews, the family's growing all over the place. Yeah. That they will be looking at you and looking at your examples that you have laid out. And uh, that's pretty powerful, isn't it? A little yeah. overwhelming, a little scary, yeah. but. It's like I said, I don't, I don't look in the future too much, but I put that in perspective, I'm like, man, that is going to be me one day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. And it's. And again, it's kind of that humble and reward kind of deal, mm, you know. And like, that. like I said, I'm trying just to learn what I can from, you know, my my grandpa's siblings that are still here. We're on both ends, you know. Um, my uh, grandma Sanchez, she's gone now. She has one sister left. You know, I get together with them, you know, just talking to them. I I visit my aunt Juanita every time I go down to Toledo, Adrian area. Mm. She lives there. She's I've known her all my life. You know, I mean, they've always been close. But my grandma lived in San Antonio. We used to go down there to Adrian to visit my aunt Juanita. You know, so I've always kept her part of my life but she's the last of her I think 10 siblings now. okay you know so I always make sure I make things certain no matter what when I'm down there I find at least time make an hour to go see my when you that's awesome you know uh, just keeping that and just learning from her her stories her family what everything you know just, yep. just it's, it's very important and yep. then when everyone's gone in so many years when I'm the old one you know who's gonna pass those on absolutely you know, and I, just learning that stuff like I met with my grandpa's youngest sister uh, in October I was in San Antonio you know, and I got together with her and she was big into the family history stuff. She knows a lot of that stuff. So I met with her and went over what I had in my ancestry and stuff, all the names I found, all the connections here, there, and pieced it together. And she was just so happy to see all that, you know, and uh, just learning the stories that she had, you know, and just so I can pass on to the future. But it's real, it, to me, out of all my family, I feel like I'm the one that's taken that extra effort to know the family history. And I feel like the one day I'm going to end up being the historian. There you, you know go. what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> yes. It's just something. It's, it's, Again, like you said, it's kind of powerful. I love that. Uh, Gary Vanderchuk, who I listen to, and I know he's very popular with a lot of people, um, talks about kindness being its own currency, uh, soft skills, people skills, relationship skills being its own currency, how important the value is of it. Uh, but he also threw out the challenge to anybody who's listening to his podcast, which is millions of people, I think, uh, <laughs> about going back and seeking time with older people. Mm-hmm. Seeking time and, and talking with them and asking them questions and learning from them, that uh, most of us don't do that. Here at Lakeshore, they just were, was going through that. I think Ms. Candela was behind this, where um, there's a connection between some of our seniors 
and some of the seniors yeah. at Lakeshore Senior Center. Okay. And they posted some stuff on Instagram uh, about conversations that our high school seniors had with our senior citizens. And they were talking and seeking advice from them. And it was really cool to see these pictures. Oh, I'd seen some of those. Of I've seen some of those. The senior citizens. And they wrote them on like a little whiteboard. Yep. Writing, you know, what's your one piece of advice? And it was just so priceless. Mm -hmm. And the feedback that was given for both our high school seniors and the senior citizens, the value in this little conversation that they had was just tremendous. There was, there was purpose. There was laughter. There was uh, the fact that, you know, a senior citizen, uh, a couple of them said, it was so nice to have a young person that I didn't know come to talk to me to learn. Right. You know, that I could share things with because there's a, a nursing home I drive by every morning and it's early, of course. Uh, and I look back um, driving through there. My wife worked there, I think, in high school because uh, it's real close to how she grew up in uh, over there in Harper. And um, I, I, there's a few lights on and I see people sitting there like in a wheelchair or I see the TV on. And, you know, you're, you're driving by, you can still see there's somebody just laying in bed. And I just wonder what's going through their minds. You know, what's going through their minds that, what's the day hold for them? Mm -hmm. Like, what's happening today? Is there somebody coming to see them? Uh, are they reading? Do they just sit there and watch TV? Are they conversing with other people? And I just really look ahead to the future of um, my parents, my in-laws, my, my father-in-laws, and um, he's in a place right now that uh, he's getting some help for you know, the dementia that he has. And I, I always want to go see him. I don't see him nearly enough that I should but it's at least once a week, twice a week sometimes. And I always tell him, you may not remember it, but I always tell him, I don't want him to ever think he's forgotten. Mm -hmm. And what you bring up with your family and the connection that you have with your family, but you're also doing it with your friends. Mm -hmm. There's powerful, powerful life-changing things going on uh, with that, Abel. I just gotta commend you on that because your storytelling here is getting people to think, you know what? I do need to reach out to so-and-so in my family or so-and-so friends. and get reconnected because time is just flying by. I just love how you put that as uh, up on a number one list pedestal of your life of being important. Right. You know? And it's very natural for you. Yeah. And, to, and to come to find out your grandfather, class president, like I you, <laughs> love that. I was like, uh, love I, was, I that. couldn't believe my head. Shocker. My brother calls it the, uh, he calls something for me, he calls it the Abel Sanchez effect. <laughs> That's a book title right there, brother. <laughs> that told, is a book title. I told him that's what it was rooted from because everybody loved him, from my understanding. Everybody loved my grandfather. Oh my, God. Told. My, my mom says, you can't, my mom sings the highest praises for him. My, my aunts talk about him all the time still, you know. My dad don't. My dad don't talk about him, but they were real close like that. So my dad is, you know, him and my grandfather. They had that bond, you know, they didn't. But, uh, Oh my God! Lessons um, from my grandfather. Something my, like yeah. it sounds like a title right there, and you've and you've got the material, the impact uh, that it's made on other people, and the lessons that you've talked to. Oh my God, yeah, buddy! Was, I'm telling you, that's the thing. I mean, I, I say he was. They say he was phenomenal. My uncle, yeah. my uncle Mario was my guy. You know, I was, my uncle Mario hung all the time. He was talking about me. He goes, you know what? He goes, you know, the thing about Abel. You know, he was able to. He goes, I didn't feel like I was a son-in-law. He goes, he, he treated me like a friend. He felt like a friend. You know, with him. You know, we would get to, he'd get together, and you never. He just he walked in the room and you just he had that presence about him that everything just felt okay, you know. Mm. He was just that he was that guy. Yeah. So I mean, I, everyone loves him. So that's awesome. I try to emulate that. Yeah, and you, <laughs> you do it well. And it seems like you've always done. It. Ever since I've known you, you've you've had, um, I think these traits inside of you, even before you started hearing stories about 
your family members and mm -hmm. your ancestors. You've had that inside of you, and I think, my personal opinion, that has a little something to do with that dream you had, you know, with the family, just kind of reaching out um, and letting you know, you know, what was going on. Um, I, I just love the fact that uh, there's, there's some powerful messages there. Oh, yeah. And it's something that you need to keep doing, and I think you need to um, find some way of uh, doing more. And whether it's a book, whether it's your own podcast, whether it's something, it's something it's family right. is just powerful. There's a uh, little quote I found here, and Sam Crowley, uh, who I follow, been following him for years, talks about it all the time where focus goes, energy flows. Wherever you're focusing, that's where your energy goes. That's what, you know, if you're going to the bar every night, if you're playing games every night, if you are um, getting in fights all the time, that's where your energy flows. Positive or negative. Absolutely. And it seems like you have a great direction going with uh, people. Yeah. And you always have. And I so I just love the fact. And, and we're talking about your job, um, still working at your current job. Yeah. Still enjoying it. Yeah. But you can also see, hey, as much as I like it and enjoy it, I know there's something else out there for me. And I feel like you have that call. You just have that calling sometimes. There you go. You know, like the world wants you to do certain something still. You know, whether it be finding that self, uh, the self fulfillment too. Yes. Like I like the people I work with. I like what I'm doing right now. But down the line, I'm 23, maybe 24. You know, I have so much time in this world to do things and make an impact. You know, I just keeping it open, keeping all that. But at the same time, you realize that you have so much time that you're young, right? You also realize you can't keep putting stuff off. Right. Right, we talked about that too, taking the lead. Powerful. Great change. I remember that. I was listening to Sam Crowley coming in this morning, and he talked about he just got connected uh, with a client to work with that um, was at an event that he spoke at five or six years ago. Mm -hmm. And he said, that's why whatever we need to do and want to do, we need to do it now. Because there's going to be a seed planted someplace that someone's going to find and connect with later. Mm -hmm. That if you don't start now, the best time to start was five years ago, right? Or last year, right? or two months ago, right. whatever. The next best time is today, because that's what we got. That's all we have. Since we, since we couldn't start it five years ago or last <laughs> week, because that's gone, the next best time to do something that you need to do, want to do, is today, mm -hmm. is right now. And I think you kind of have a grasp of that, which, right. which I love. So right. that, that whole focus, where your focus is, buddy, with people, that's where your energy's going, and you're making connections left and right, I just love that. Do what I can, you Just know. love that. <laughs> Do what I can. we got to get you reading, though. I know. I asked him here before we started talking. I said, any good books you want to talk about? I started laughing. Yeah. laughing. It's almost a kryptonite type of um, thing where, you know. I, it's so hard for me to focus. I try, and I'll try. And I'll, I'll take, like, it'll take me, like, ten minutes sometimes to read one page. I just keep, I'll start, and I'll, like, I'll read two pages, but I don't have an idea of what just happens. So I'll okay. go right back to where I was. Such a process. I guess I don't know if I'm too hyper. I don't know what my my attention span goes from here to there in seconds. So I if I do, I just got to sit there and calm down, okay. <laughs> calm down, and just try to just focus. Well, there's a bookshelf uh, just to the right of me, left of you. I'm gonna find something for you before you walk out of here today <laughs> that you're gonna take with you. And then I also got in mind of another great book that I'm gonna send to you. Uh, that's very short, powerful. You probably won't be able to put it down, and it'll be a, a quick read for you. Okay, that, that's the good one. Quick, quick, absolutely. Like, super long thing. Yep. Nope. Take a, take a double take. And like what? <laughs> no war and peace. No three hundred pages type of thing. Something short and sweet with a powerful message. So, 
That, that's going to be awesome. Um, I love our conversations here. I love the fact that you, you know, I know you're not a, a total morning person. He was just saying to me that, <laughs> hey, stayed up last night with some friends and doing some stuff. And Saving the country, call of duty, baby. <laughs> there you go. There. Taking care of business. <laughs> but I love the fact that you put the effort in to come in here early. Uh, when we got connected, you're like, hey, anytime, any place, I'm coming. I said, well, you know what? This day, at this time, you know, it, it's going to be early, but I'm there. And sure enough, Abel walks in the door, I think even earlier than what I thought he would. Um, we tried to get uh, Mike on here, too. Oh, oh Matthew, I think it was Matthew Matt. talking. Matt, Matt, yeah, that's right. He told me he, wor he works, uh, I don't know what time he works. He works a lot, too, though. Yeah, and he, he, lives, he works farther away. Yeah. So he said late, later in the evenings yeah. and weekends and stuff would be good for him. Who else do you want to sit down and have a conversation with? Oh, man. I've had a conversation with so many people. I know Brandon. I know Brandon came yes, to Yes, yes. My guy, Felipe, him and I. That the story, he lights up. When we sat and uh, when we met for coffee uh, before Christmas, he lights up when he talks about you. My man, Felipe, I oh hope so. Oh, my God. <laughs> we lived with him four years. my guy. Yes. That's my guy. Again, I'm still talking to him. He lives out in Canton. Yep. Canton area. I can't remember the exact city, but yeah. out there in this place. That kid's something else, man. He goes... <laughs> I love him to die. He's cheap as can be. I tell him this too. If he's listening to this, he knows I tell him that all the time. He buys a 3D printer, right? One of those 3D printers and yeah. all that stuff. And he tells me, hey, well, I'm never gonna buy <laughs> I'm never gonna have to buy Christmas presents again. I said, Are you kidding me? <laughs> For the longest time, I remember he because he has younger cousins and stuff, you know. Uh, and he come in, he go, Yeah. Or we go like to Meyer or something. He comes and he'll see like Hot Wheels on sale for like 59 cents, buys about 10 of them. That's Christmas gift for the next three years. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> I said, you can't be doing that. Get something else. He went to a bar not too long ago. Uh, man, how long? Probably about a month. They're there at Bow Works, you know. Okay. And he's there, and his girlfriend Lauren's there. I'm there, and a bunch of other people. You know, Amber Wiggins there from high school. Oh, wow. had, uh, David Watkins was there. Kyle Young. It was a solid crew of us, you know. Yeah. And shout out to Amber Wiggins if you hear this. Congratulations on your engagement again. I've seen you in person, I told you, but big deal, her boyfriend, yes, now fiance, that's awesome. I was there at the time too, you know, so Brandon pays the bill for him, well he didn't get anything, but for his girlfriend, String, and then uh, Kyle, and, you know, because Kyle had tipped, they went somewhere else and he left a tip, whatever, so Brandon covered his, so the bill totaled like 10 bucks, no, not a lot, Brandon leaves a tip of a dollar and 43 cents. I said, Brandon, you can't do that. <laughs> I said, the rule of thumb is if you order a drink, it's a dollar per drink, at least, period. That's what it is. It's just a rule of thumb. Well, it's a percentage. <laughs> it's a percentage. I left a dollar forty-three. It's about fifteen percent of what the bill was. I'm like, Brandon. I said, you can't do that, dude. I said, here. I was so bothered. I took out my wallet, I threw two singles down on the ground. I said, here, man. So that's three something. Right. So <laughs> later on, he goes to the bathroom. He comes back out. Here I am. In the meantime. Ran my two dollars. I changed his one to a three on his tip as a receipt for the tip. And I walk out. So he Venmo's me later. You know that you can send the money on the Venmo app. You know to people. So he was sending me two dollars. <laughs> he said, "I'm not scared of you." And I said, "Well, if you're reading this, it's too late." <laughs> so I sent it back. He tried sending it again. And I said, "Well, yeah, I changed the tip from one to three, so you're good." I sent it back. He goes, "I'll see you in court." He yeah. me. <laughs> oh my God, that guy's something else. I love him to death, man. He's something. Else. Me and him. Oh, we could have some good conversations on here. We have such different views of the world in such a good way, though. Yes. You know, it's just, we see the world in such a different light. But 
you learn from him. I'm hopefully he's learned from me. I hope, Absolutely. but I learned a lot from him too. That was one of the examples I think because I hear you know uh, when I grew up and when I went to college, I had friends that uh, went to the same school as their friends and they roomed together. Yeah, and totally ruined the re relationship. Yeah, you guys were friends here, mm -hmm. right? Went to Michigan State, enhanced the relationship. Yeah. You know, as far as you guys growing together, learning from each other, uh, supporting each other. Yeah. I spoke so highly of you. There were so many times he told me that um, in the automotive uh, program that he was going into, he doubted himself. He, it was tough. There was uh, projects where he didn't get any sleep. And, oh, and, and he mentioned about you taking care of him, getting your other roommates to leave him alone and, you know, just set things up so that he could succeed, mm -hmm. you know, and kind of take a little pressure off here and there for him. And uh, uh, I know he just seeks, um, speaks so highly of you. Uh, as far as being a big factor of his life. That's right. I mean, I'm, I'm telling he, uh I remember him, freshman year was the worst, probably. You know, especially getting acclimated to school, it's a different leap. In mechanical engineering, it's not a, you can't, you can't cakewalk through mechanical engineering degree. You can't BS that, you know, you gotta, you gotta nose the grindstone at all times. And he'd come home, um, well, if he came home, the spring is when it got really intense. When he kind of got more leadership position, they, I feel like they were never like rushed like they were that year, you know, because he's again he's very detail oriented. He got a goal and he's gonna make sure when he was project leader, everybody was on task. You know, he used to give Kyle a rouse by not going to the shop all the time when <laughs> building that race car that they were building, you know. And uh, he, uh, my freshman year, I remember him coming. And he was gone for about two, three days straight. He'd go to class all through the night, or no, I'm sorry, he'd go to class, go to that shop, someone that would pick him up all through the night. Going right back to class. He was gone for like two days straight, and all of a sudden he came in and he was cashed, just passed out. I left. I'm like, man's got to rest. And then, uh, same thing, he'd come back sophomore year, junior year, or sophomore year, a little bit more when he took over his product lead or whatever on uh, our junior year. You know, he he had a little more power to come and go as he, or senior year is the most, he had more power to go and come and go as he pleased. Because most people only did it through their junior year, because at that time you're getting job offers and right. they're dumb. He, he was dedicated to them. He didn't turn the back on him. He was there helping him all the time. Mm. This is the kind of guy he is. You know, That's he's awesome. not going to let that stuff go. He's going to when he puts something. He's not. He's never going to cheat you out of an effort. If he's going to be there, he's going to be there. He's going to give the best of his ability. He's not going to just come and go as he pleases. Because right. the fourth year again, most people don't do like as much hands on as he was his fourth year. But the junior year, he was there. He'd come home. Or he'd go to class, come home, eat, leave. You didn't see him again until 10, 11 o'clock at night. And he had early classes too, them engineering classes, math classes he had to take. Those are all early, 8 a.m., yep. stuff like that. And there know? wasn't a bunch of choices throughout the no. day to take those. No. Right. That was when it was offered. They offer the one, and that's it. it. So he'd come, he'd eat, class, or uh, shop, home, brush his teeth. He, he had the worst thing. He, he <laughs> loved brushing his teeth, and it was loud too. He's like, and we made fun of him for it too. And he'll laugh. I hope he's hearing this, he'll be laughing. And he'd do just everything. He'd be brushing his teeth and doing about nine different things at the same time. Oh, my God. Walking around the apartment just brushing his teeth. I'm like, dude, are you, like, <laughs> ever going right. to finish doing that? <laughs> Picking stuff up, putting stuff away while Literally he's brushing. Everything. And then he'd uh, brush his teeth, gone. You wouldn't see, you'd see him in the morning. Oh, you'd hear him listen to a podcast every morning. He had it nice and loud so everybody would hear it. And you knew he was up because <laughs> we didn't have classes till late or I was skipping my early class because I... <laughs> You know, again, don't be like me. Don't I'm the the exception, not the rule. Don't be like me. Um, but you hear him listening to the guy, and it's like, oh gosh. Or you hear him doing his uh, workout videos in the morning with the sound bar on the TV speaker screaming at you. 
Oh, Felipe, you're my guy. If you yeah. do something, man, why are you doing that to us? Oh, don't get me going on his race car alarm exhaust. Wake up in the morning to a car exhaust. That's what he woke up to? You're... Like the backfire, like the, you know, how they, oh some split flames? Wow. For years, it was a Lexus LFA or some letters like that. And the same thing. And I could hear it from my room. If I was somewhere there, I hear... First like, oh. time you heard it, you probably jumped out of bed, looked out the window. <laughs> what kind of idiot is out there doing? Oh. Maybe that's just the old man of me speaking. Like, man, I was like, what is that? This is my car. That's my uh, alarm. I'm like, it's your thing, man. I said, wow. then the sleep talking and sleepwalking was something special too. He had a lot going on, didn't he? He did. He covered a lot. A he did a fun, lot in his 24 hours. It was a fun four years. <laughs> fantastic. Fun four years. So besides him, who else? Who else would you like to uh, sit down and have a conversation here with? My brother wants to get here. Ooh, let's do that. He's been bugging me. Let's Why do that. You gotta come through, man. I said, you're always doing something. Let's I barely see that. the guy. So I know we gotta get Matt, Brandon, your brother. Man, okay. My brother's been, I'm gonna go do that, Mr. Daly. He's got a lot to share. Oh, I bet you does. If it's quiet as he is, he's got a lot in his mind. Absolutely. So, a lot of yeah, great he, he definitely wants to come in. I know that much for a fact. That's fantastic. I said, you, don't put me and him in the same room, though. <laughs> I'm too. Uh, I'm just too loud over him. I start talking, I'm like, dude. So I'll have to try the first one separate? Try him alone. Yeah, do him okay. alone. I want to come over here and rain on him like that because he'll be all mad at me leaving here. I know that. I know how we are. I'll be, he'll be talking. I'll be telling him he's wrong about something and just, it's going to be ugly. So get him in here first by himself. Gotcha. Gotcha. We'll start the basis there. I can just picture you grabbing the mic out of his hand and, yes. or not even giving it up. Exactly. That's Let him shine. Let him do his thing. That's fantastic. <laughs> then if we want to try a group one, or we can get all of my old, we call it Norwood Five as our group. Me, Brandon, Kyle. Yeah, so be wrong. We had a fun love that. I'm telling you, you can do it love all. love that. Because I think, you know, not only were you guys um, <laughs> well-connected, uh, doing great things in high school, you were good kids, mm -hmm. good kids. The directions you've taken now in, in your short, young adult life are awesome, too. And I think there's just huge lessons there that you've learned that can be shared. And I don't care how old you are. I think those lessons can definitely help no matter who you are, where you're at. And that's why I love bringing you on because, you, you know, the lessons and the conversations we have Everybody can pick bits and pieces out of it that can they can take it with themselves. That's awesome. Good deal. My dad always called me an old soul. Yes. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so I just try to take what I learn. I just take them. I I, just, I take things that I find very important to heart. Yes. You know, and I just want to. If I believe it, I'll preach it. If I believe it, I'm not going to sit here and just say something for the sake of saying it. You know what I mean? Just uh, at some point in line, it's something that I've thought of, something that I've been taught, I and mean, I feel like something that's important to. Yep. Try to help others understand, you know. Go and do it. That's what you do. Yeah. That's fantastic. So what's next for you? Going home, going back to bed, or you got to work? Uh, no, I don't work at all. Today. See, I, mean, I mean, I got to go. I got 15 to, right now. I got a lot of running around to do. I'm going to get my hair cut about when they open, 9 o'clock. I got to do something about this underneath this beanie right now. Is that why you got the hat on? You're not yeah. Well, I had the bed head. So that didn't help, but my hair is it's getting crazy anyway. It's been a couple weeks, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to shave this neck beard and so sounds like a cleanup day yeah pretty much and just you know kind of chilling we'll see what we'll do i don't know i'm sure i got friends that are free today too i might go meet up with some of them and see what's happening but for you. if not though let's go do some running around just you know take care of awesome. take care of business i guess i'll tell you it's an awesome start to my day sitting here with you and getting this conversation to start i love it it's uh i'm smiling laughing i got tears in my eyes laughing and looking forward to these uh, upcoming podcasts in the weeks and months ahead to where we get you to, with some of your friends and get your brother on here. And uh, looking forward to that, man. It's awesome. There'll be a lot of laughs. We have some stories with us hanging out and stuff. <laughs> and, well, 
Kyle and I did the most field trips, the goofy stuff. So Brandon was the stoic, serious one, kept us all in line. He couldn't go with you, right? Because he was too busy brushing oh, his teeth. He went to us with he went. Me, him, and Kyle went to Whole Foods. That's an experience for themselves because we shouldn't. We did not belong in that store. We were over here laughing and screaming. People are looking at us all sorts of sideways, you know, because people are all serious about their. The organic stuff, and we're like, "What is this?" <laughs> we're, right. we're like, "I don't know what this is." We're walking around, the people probably looking us sideways. Literally, we had too much. We had too much fun in that store. They didn't call security on you or anything, did they? Thankfully, no. We okay. did buy something. We bought these like a chocolate sea salt caramel. Yeah, chocolate yeah. Or they were good, good stuff. I might have to go back for those, but they're like twenty or no, like twelve bucks. So you had to split it. No, not Brandon. <laughs> Come on, now, I told you, this is cheap. The guy, no, he ain't paying for that. He'll, 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 he might have one to try it, but he ain't going to eat though either. Right. Cheap. That's funny. Oh, man, looking forward to this. Well, hey, thank you so much, Abel, for stopping by early this morning and uh, getting our day started in a great direction. This is fantastic. Well, thanks for having me, as always. You know, I'm always down to come well, back. I love this. I love this constant conversation that we have. It's good stuff. Hey, it makes the world go around. Awesome. Yes, it people, does. And my world's going in a good direction, thanks to you. <laughs> All right, you guys, hopefully you enjoyed that and got something out of it. Make sure you uh, share this podcast with uh, people that you might think it might get a laugh out of it, might get some lessons, uh, might just like to uh, see what of a dork I am and, uh, you know, learn something from that too, I guess. But, <laughs> hey, find me over on Facebook at coach to expect success over on Twitter at Coach2Success, uh, Instagram, Coach John Daly, and, of course, Coach2ExpectSuccess.com. Book list is there. Uh, Going to get a couple new books on there. I'm grabbing a book off the shelf here in a few moments to give to Abel, and I got another one I'm going to send to him, so I'll have to get his address and make sure that gets taken care of too. But I hope you guys are doing well. Keep taking care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk again soon. See you.